Renegade Talk Radio. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. underground tunnel as long as a football field linking Mexico and Arizona. Drug enforcement agents think it was used to smuggle tons of cocaine into the United States. They say it's like nothing they have ever seen before. This type of tunnel is, uh, is, is not a, an amateur operation. It's a highly sophisticated uh, engineering feat that took place. In 1989, the Sinaloa drug cartel dug its first drug tunnel between a house in Agua Prieta, Sonora, to a warehouse located in Douglas, Arizona. Is this appear to be an isolated case, or perhaps is it uh, part of a, a tunnel network? They're not quite sure about this. They say the investigation is continuing, but they say that they believe that this is in no way a maiden voyage for these people. They must have had quite a bit of financial backing and have been working in drug smuggling for quite some time. Now, 34 years later, new evidence reveals that the Mexican drug cartels have burrowed their way into the American government. The Sinaloa cartel is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this right. The Federal Reserve of the United States of America is now in the business of money laundering. Count us in. And so now they are laundering their money through the pot industry of Colorado. One of the many problems in Mexico today is that the cartels have diversified. They've gotten into cargo theft and kidnapping and avocados and limes and real estate and local government. And criminality is always going to exist. And they're in the process of trying to break into the United States. Economically? Yeah. El Chapo and the Sinaloa became the largest drug trafficking organization in America under the Obama administration. Arizona-based forensic investigator Jacqueline Brager dove down a deep rabbit hole into the sovereign dismantling corruption narrative after appearing in front of the Arizona Legislature's Senate Elections Committee and House Municipal Oversight and Elections Committee. Since 2019, I've been a principal investigator with the Harris Thaler Law Firm. We have been investigating multiple multi-state racketeering and corruption. John Harris Thaler is our senior attorney and he is in charge of this investigation. Mr. Thaler has been practicing law for 32 years. His firm specializes in investigating racketeering and corruption for both the public and the private sector, and he has participated in some of the largest investigations, both in the U.S. and abroad. Brager claimed that while investigating a nationwide racketeering epidemic involving the Sinaloa drug cartel, their team accidentally discovered election fraud. The web involved a real estate money laundering operation infiltrating all levels of government, constructed in order to trade influence to the Sinaloa cartel for backdoor money and control over elections and anyone that stood in their way. We concluded that several real estate agents convicted in Iowa had set up laundering systems in Arizona and thereafter had transferred the proceeds of sales to the Panamanian corporations. These documents have definitely evidenced multiple racketeering enterprises, which include narcotic sales, money laundering, tax evasion, payroll theft, bankruptcy fraud, life insurance fraud, auto insurance fraud, bribing of elected and appointed officials, creating and modifying public record, 
falsifying professional licenses and related credentials, swatting individuals who pose a threat to these enterprises, and last but not least, election fraud. In addition to impacting local elections, bribes and infiltration were used to affect the outcome of the races during the November 3rd, 2020 election, including the outcome of the race for Maricopa County Recorder and the outcome of the November 8th, 2022 election, race for Governor, Secretary of State and Attorney General. I know you all have one burning question. I'm only going to answer it once. No, I'm not involved with the Sinaloa cartel. I'm not taking bribes from them and I'm not laundering their money. These revelations that are just beginning to surface beg the question, how far up the government ladder does this corruption lead? As Attorney General Merrick Garland's testimony on fentanyl and the open border provides no solutions or an end in sight. If you were to rack up all Tuesday, March 7th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be with you here today. Coming to you live from the War Room studio. Believe it or not, doing a little bit of uh, reconfiguration here. Should be a temporary measure. It's a, little, it's a little unsettling, honestly. I'm 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 out of sorts today, but now it'll be a very good show. We're going to be joined by Simon Roche in the third hour, or rather in the second hour, uh, to discuss what's going on in South Africa. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show today as well. Of course, the big news was last night. Tucker Carlson revealed just some, the first tranche, you may say, of the. Surveillance footage from January 6th. And boy, is it a doozy. I mean, we've known the entire time about what actually happened, but uh, it's being presented to the American people for the first time. And we'll cover that in the Daily Dispatch and then show you some clips from Tucker Carlson and elaborate on it. Of course, as I said, your phone calls coming up, but let's just get into it as we always do with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 7th of March, 2023. Four U.S. citizens were kidnapped by gunmen in Mexico in a case of mistaken identity. U.S. officials say two South Carolina families have been identified, uh, have identified the four U.S. citizens who were assaulted and kidnapped by gunmen in northeast Mexico on Friday. And what U.S. official, a U.S. official with knowledge of the investigation, tells CNN was a case of mistaken identity. Family members told CNN that Latavia Washington McGee went to Mexico for a medical procedure and was accompanied by Zendel Brown, Shaid Woodard, and a man they identified as Eric. According to McGee's mother and Brown's sister, the Americans are believed to have been targeted by mistake and were not the intended victims, the officials said. Investigators believe a Mexican cartel likely mistook them for for Haitian drug smugglers, the officials said. Adding investigators have not identified any concerning criminal history on the part of the Americans, the Americans had traveled to the border city of Matamoros for medical procedures, the official said, citing receipts found in the vehicle. The incident highlights the ongoing violence in some Mexican cities, uh, which have been racked by organized crime at least since the Mexican drug war began in 2006, as well as the growing business of what's known as, quote, medical tourism. And, of course, in response to this, 
uh, the American officials are uh, doing absolutely nothing and, and changing nothing, and uh, that's it. They are apparently working with the Mexican government to try to you know, get these people back, but we'll see how that goes. Meanwhile, just, just summing up everything that's wrong in our country – SPLC lawyer charged with domestic terrorism over Antifa attack on police facility in Atlanta. Nearly two dozen suspects have been arrested in Atlanta on suspicion of domestic terrorism following a violent ambush on law enforcement on Sunday evening. The violent assault is the latest in a string of attacks connected to the Stop Cop City Antifa affinity movement. Around 5.30 p.m. on March 5th, nearly 200 militants broke off from a protest in the South River Forest area southeast of Atlanta, to launch an attack on nearby police. The officers were guarding a construction site of a future first responder training center that members of the extremist group seek to stop. Their violence has escalated in recent months, leading to a deadly shooting in January, and 19 of their members being charged with terror offenses so far. Uh, And yeah, the video has been released. It's sort of ironic in in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, actually. Here you see the uh, police attempting to Shut and lock the gate as they're uh, bombarded with mortar fireworks. And uh, basically, you know, what happened there in Atlanta significantly and inarguably worse than anything that happened during January 6th. Just actual terrorism, actual terrorist violence and actual insurrection against the legitimate authorities of the place there. Again, you can see more fireworks going off as uh, – Mobs of camouflaged and heavily armed so-called activists storm the compound and, uh, yeah, hurl explosives at the police. There's a lot to say about this, and and we'll get into it a little bit later. But one of the biggest ironies of all of this is that an SPLC lawyer was there. See, SPLC is the organization that actually advises the FBI as to who terrorists are. So you have literal terrorists advising the FBI and sending them after their political opponents who aren't terrorists but are deemed terrorists by the terrorists. It's not going to end nicely. Again, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take your calls on what can be done about these groups of Antifa. Also, it's a pretty hilarious footage of Antifa – uh, like hiding in the woods and just being like, please, please leave us alone. <laughs> please leave us alone. We have children. Please. It's just like these people, these these freaking people. I hesitate to call them people, but I guess they technically are. Uh, yeah, they, they do what they're allowed to do. And right now they're being allowed to be domestic terrorists. So that's what they're doing. I think the answer would be to shoot all of them when they uh, throw explosives at your police and storm your compound. Uh, I think you should just open fire on the invaders. But, hey, that's just me, and I'm just repeating what uh, a huge number of authorities said about uh, Jacob Chansley, which leads us to our next story. January 6th footage shows Capitol cops escorting QAnon shaman to the Senate floor. Newly revealed surveillance footage from January 6th shows two Capitol Police officers escorting Jacob Chansley, the behorned so-called QAnon shaman who's come to symbolize the riot, through the halls of the Capitol and to the very door of the U.S. Senate. Footage aired on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show Monday night. 
and it shows officers closely following Chansley as he wanders through the corridors of the Capitol, bare-chested and wearing face paint, and a luxuriant fur hat with Viking horns. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape, and he was actually being uh, guided around uh, by the police themselves. Of course, we knew this. We knew this for a variety of reasons. One, we just actually watched it happen on the day uh, that the event took place. Uh, two, there was that documentary. Uh, we had the you know, director and producer on to talk about and showed a sneak preview on American Journal that showed exactly what happened that day. And, uh, you know, we've talked to the guy, and, and I mean, it's been obvious the entire time, but I'm glad the entire world is now seeing this. There's the, there's the dangerous criminal. There's the domestic terrorist. He, he used an invisibility spell. That's the problem. The cameras picked him up, but the people at the time, he was just a shade passing uh, through the corner of their eye. Again, it's just, uh, it's like impossible to describe where we are as a country right now. Again, Tucker Carlson is releasing this footage that he's gotten access to. I think this was an appropriate way to do it. Again, I think if you just dump 44,000 hours of footage, I think eventually it should all be dumped. Eventually, all of it should be accessible. It should just be on some mega drive somewhere. Just Governments just make a Google Drive and just have all 44,000 and just let anybody download it. That would be the appropriate thing to do. But I actually appreciate the fact that they are being able to present this as a counterfactual to the uh, January 6th committee. Uh, footage also shows Capitol Cop Brian Sicknick uninjured on January 6th. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, still described as a victim of January 6th, murdered by Trump supporters riding at the Capitol despite an autopsy report which showed she died of a stroke the following day, uh, has now been seen on video uh, perfectly fine at the end of the day, not having been murdered by the mob outside. So again, Tucker Carlson has released this footage, and uh, we'll show you some of his report today. I imagine it will continue tonight as he'll show more footage and more thoroughly debunk the entire January 6th narrative, which, if you really think about the implications of this, I'm not going to call for anything. I'm not going to call for any actions. Uh... So moving on, China's Xi Jinping takes rare direct aim at U.S. in speech. Chinese leader Xi Jinping issued an unusually blunt rebuke of U.S. policy on Monday, blaming what he termed Washington-led campaign to suppress China for recent challenges facing his country. Now, I'm no fan of China, uh, but if they could rescue us from the psychopaths that are in charge, I'm on their side. I'm on Russia's side. People in charge of our country need... Right now, I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to InfoWarsStore.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body, and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in, many of you for years, and never gone to InfoWarsStore.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you never actually go to InfoWarsStore.com and never experience these great products and never find the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show, that's great and I thank you. But we need funds to operate. Plus, we've got really great products that do amazing things for people like our CBD oil and our Fizzy Magnesium and our Sleep Aid and our Nitric Oxide and our Real Red Pill Plus. All of these are really great products that keep us on air. Plus, you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench, get in the game, step to the plate, and go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. 
now and get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsTour.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsTore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsTore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Uh, just, it's unbelievable, folks. Can you believe the American government would lie to us about January 6th? just unbelievable i mean next you're going to be telling me 9-11 was an inside job i mean where does it end can you believe they would lie to you about the occurrences of of january 6th the worst day in our republic's history and also they'd lie about the the Nord Stream pipeline and also the vaccine and also the lab leak theory and also the russia collusion nonsense and also brett kavanaugh I mean, can you believe that they would lie to you about what's happening at the border and lockdowns and masks? I mean, can you believe that they would lie? Yeah, they li- they literally lie about everything. It's um, it's just intolerable. It's intolerable is what it is. And yet we tolerate it. And yet we allow them to just continue doing this. Their defenses of what Tucker Carlson has presented last night are frankly hilarious. What they're saying now is that by Tucker Carlson showing evidence that everything that the January 6th committee said was lies, uh, he's going to cause violence. He's going to cause violence. See, when you expose their lies, uh, it's your fault. You're going to cause violence now by exposing their lies. It's just the most typical response you can you can imagine. But again, just the comparison between – like you've got Tucker Carlson releasing the January 6th tapes – that show that literally everything they said was lies. And it's not like they just said it. It's not like it's just claims they made and it didn't go anywhere. These are claims they made that were then used to convict people and sentence people to years in prison to destroy people's entire lives. I mean, justice demands that every single one of the people on the January 6th committee uh, be subject to at least the equivalent of what they've done to other people. I mean, is it really any different if you, you know, drive around in a white van and jump out and grab somebody and throw them in the back and tie them up in your basement or whether you, like, just call the cops and get them to do it by lying? Is it really that big of a difference or are these all just gradations on the same spectrum? 
These people are just the most ruthless criminals you can possibly imagine. Everything about January 6th has been completely warped out of recognition. And again, not just it's not just the perception that's changing. They are literally destroying people's lives over this. But the comparison between what happened on January 6th and then what happened in Atlanta with the SPLC lawyer and his Antifa friends, and then you've got like the SPLC are the ones that the FBI listen to and they tell the FBI who the terrorists are and they're literally leading assaults on like police training centers where they're throwing bombs and lighting vehicles on fire and also shooting people, killing them. It's just, um, and we're literally just run by terrorists. Our government is run by terrorists. It's advised by terrorists. The media are terrorists. Like it's just, we're just in a terrorist state at this point. I don't think any action is unwarranted in terms of like what we do to break out of this. Right. I mean, what do you do? What do you do if you are being kept in a prison by illegitimate guards? We have a human right to uh, remove these people by whatever means necessary. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go to Tucker Carlson's video before I um, say what I'm really thinking. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to clip number four here. Tuck Carlson has obtained footage of Brian Sicknick walking around the Capitol after the media claimed he'd been killed. Now, Brian Sicknick, of course, we've reported on like the day after it happened that he died of a stroke because that was the obvious evidence. That was the facts. That's what everybody knew on the ground. Now, since then, they've used Brian Sicknick. They've hauled his corpse up and paraded it around for all of us to see, uh, despite the fact that it had nothing to do with the January 6th event, his death. Uh, but they gave him like a state funeral and they had a big uh, ceremony where they were honoring him. I'm just just the most ghoulish, gruesome exploitation of a man who died the next day from a stroke. And yet they all parade around in their pathetic masks acting like this is uh, some sort of legitimate action rather than what it is, which is a bunch of terrorist scumbags creating the atmosphere of uh, chaos for which they can uh, that they can then exploit and uh, actually legitimately kill people by throwing them in prison and denying them uh, health care so let's go now to uh, clip number four here's tucker carlson on the reality of brian sicknick lied about the police officer they claimed to revere if they were willing to do that then their dishonesty knew no limits and as you'll see in a moment, their dishonesty did know no limits. New surveillance video in just a minute, including new reporting on Ray Epps and what he was doing there and what he told investigators he was doing there and how it's contradicted by the video evidence. But first, to assess what we just saw, Charlie Hurt of The Washington Times joins us now. Charlie, thanks so much for coming on. Great to see so you. if you think and, and you, you, you know, you've really got a feel uh, for Brian Sicknick, who's passed away, um, and you've got to wonder about anyone who would who who knew they knew that he was not murdered by the mob, but they've right. claimed it anyway for two years. And it takes a, a very low kind of person to do that, to lie about a man's death like that for political advantage. And this tape this tape proves that's exactly what they did. 
No, these people are truly sick. Uh, they're, they're uh, you know, you think you, you know, you think you know how sick they are, and then you see something like this, and you realize that there, uh, there is truly nothing, no body, uh, n- no event, nothing that they won't right. exploit. And as, as Joe Biden said, exactly. oh no, this is also about white supremacy, and and you know, nobody, uh, d- d- you know, nobody uh, comported themselves worse than the press did on this day, and of course, That's in the right. years afterwards. Um, and 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 the best example of it is to look at the degree to which so many people in the press are so upset that you got the tapes to, and that you're going to release the tapes. I've never heard of this. I've, I've never, in all of my life, I've never known a press that didn't want information to be released. That's what we have been fighting for since the invent, invention of the, the printing press. And so, and now we have all these people, they're so committed to sort of the big lie that, that the government tells that they'll do anything, including, uh, you know, denigrating the name of a good police officer and trying to hide the truth uh, in order to sort of prop up this, this propaganda. And, I, and you know, de- the, the deadly insurrection is one of them. The other one that, that, they, that they love to talk about is the armed insurrectionists. And I remember at the time asking reporters at the time, you know, wh- why do you keep calling these people armed insurrectionists when there's no evidence that anybody used any arms against it? And they said, well, they had flagpoles. So it's because people were walking around with American flags that made them armed insurrectionists. I should say for our viewers who don't know, you've been in journalism all your life. Your father was a journalist. You grew up in this business. And I, I agree with you. It's shocking to see how thoroughly it's been perverted into what it is now. To support the is, government. Right. Active defense of the people in charge. It's, it's yeah. shocking. Charlie Hurt, appreciate it. Thank you. Great to see you. That was just part of uh, Tucker's expose yesterday. Again, it'll, it'll continue. We've got other stuff to talk about. But can you imagine? Can you imagine if it really was an armed insurrection? Can you imagine if it really was a million armed Trump supporters storming the Capitol? I mean, it would look really different, wouldn't it? I mean, can you imagine? Can you? Can you imagine that? I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality, full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. really don't know what to say, folks. I mean, is there anything, is there anything that is keeping this government afloat other than just fear of them? I mean, what have they, 
what have they done for us? Like, what, what are they involved in? It's just like you've got the SBLC and the ADL telling the FBI that white supremacy is the biggest issue, and they listen to them for some reason. These are private organizations with clearly – like they're ethnic supremacists, right? They're like Jewish supremacist organizations that just control our intelligence agencies. Okay, great, wonderful, glad – Glad to know that's going on. Well, meanwhile, we've just got like the highest murder rate we've ever had in history. Over half of the murders are going totally unsolved. So, you know, good luck. Good luck out there, right? You get murdered and it's just like, well, throw it on the pile. <laughs> throw it on the giant pile of unsolved murders that we're never going to get to and there's never going to be justice for. And to solve that, they're, they're, uh, what's the solution they're doing? Oh, yeah, reparations, right. They're going to give black people $2 million apiece because of slavery 200 years ago. Okay, great, wonderful. Our economy is an absolute shambles because of the lockdown that they forced on all of us that drove $3 trillion out of the middle class and directly into the biggest corporations and the biggest billionaires Ever They've lied about the lab leak, the disease that they created and then released on the world on purpose and then used as an excuse to bring about mail-in ballots, which means we can't even have – we can't even make a change through the ballot box. Oh, and by the way, on top of all of this, they started a war in Ukraine for which they are bankrupting us and have sold five years' worth of Javelin missiles and seven years' worth of Stinger missile production. So it's going to take you know, until the end of this decade to even – make up the armament that we have now wasted on this murderous campaign of nonsense in Ukraine. And, of course, they had to because, you know, last year, the 20-year-long debacle, trillions of dollars, millions dead with the war on terror, that ended. And so, you know, you can't go too long without some sort of pointless conflict overseas. So, of course, they have to start another one. And people just fall for this, and they just buy it. And then you've got this, you know, January 6th, event that was a perfectly legitimate uh, peaceful protest until the police started firing flashbangs into the crowd of peaceful protesters and the peaceful protesters panicked and uh, started to fight back against the police who were openly attacking them. The police, by the way, that were purposefully hampered and and thinned out by the people in charge, such as Mitch McConnell and uh, Nancy Pelosi, who continued to deny them reinforcements, not just in the time before the, the protest when Trump called on National Guard to be there to keep the peace, and they denied that. And then throughout the whole day's events, uh, they refused to reinforce the police there and allowed them to uh, be overrun. What they really wanted was some sort of major violent cataclysm where the Capitol building went up in flames and they could launch a full-scale war against Trump supporters. Trump supporters didn't do that because – I don't know, fortunately, unfortunately, however you see it, the fact is that the Trump supporters aren't the violent insurrectionists that the authorities like to claim that they are. And so on top of all of that, you have literal mobs of Antifa militants like living in the woods in camps with 200 people who come out to firebomb and openly attack police training centers. centers. By the way, something like 23 percent or 23 Antifa members were arrested. Uh, not one of them was actually even from the state of Georgia. So you've got interstate terrorist groups like traveling into a different state, firebombing a police center, being coordinated and protected by the SBLC and a number of other uh, organizations that are seen as totally legitimate by the authorities in charge and the mainstream media. Even the Atlanta police themselves posted these videos calling it a demonstration. 
saying, here's the video of the demonstration that took place. And it's just a bunch of, uh, like, look at these people. Like, look at these people. They're the weakest, most cowardly, like, little ant people. They're bug people. They're all, like, none of, I guarantee you, except for, except for maybe the guy at the SPLC, like, they've got one of two things. They are either, like, working some activist job where they're paid for their activism through the SPLC, where billions of dollars are being poured from your tax dollars, from your retirement fund. Like, they just, you know, give over millions of dollars to fund the SPLC, to fund permanent activists who spend every hour of every day doing everything they can to tear down any semblance of order in this country and any thing that made our country work right in the first place. They either have a job like that or they're on welfare and the state is literally just paying for their existence, paying for them to be permanent a terrorist class in our own country. Meanwhile, the border is wide open, six million people in the last two years. That would make it uh, either the biggest or maybe second biggest city in America. That's the population that's crossed the border. And of course, they're bringing across the fentanyl uh, that's killed Kills 100, 120,000 people every single year. I mean, we just we live in a in a collapsing terrorist state, and all the decent people are just looking around, wondering like how long this is going to go on. Uh, meanwhile, just piece by piece, they're being destroyed. Like their retirement funds are being emptied. Nobody has savings anymore because inflation is so damn high. Inflation, by the way, that was purposefully created by the Fed. All the articles are out there. We've showed them a million times. I'm like sick of showing them at this point where it's like the Fed is doing everything it's can, it can to increase inflation. So now your, like, your retirement fund has been is owned by BlackRock who's using it, who's using ESG to decide who to dole it out to. ESG, of course, just a explicitly anti-Christian, anti-white uh, framework that says if you actually choose the best people for the job and they happen to be white, you'll be punished. And if you choose somebody who's less meritorious but is black or Mexican or something, then you get the money. Uh, like this is all being done with your money by the people who, by the way, create all of the money in the first place. Like it's just the, it's just the biggest scam in the world. Our entire country is just a gigantic scam. Uh, we're being genocided with the vaccine program. Death's up like 200 percent, especially in places like New Zealand where there's uh, where, you know, the vaccine program was the most successful and widespread. You have the biggest spike of unexplained deaths for a disease that I think I mentioned already. They created in a lab in China and then released on purpose. I mean, you're like, where do you begin? Where do you begin with all of this? And then you've got like, you know, so they'll cause the problem. They'll cause the inflation on purpose by design or to empty your your bank accounts, deprive you of any savings. They want you on a permanent debt cycle where you are, you know, the paradigm of the company store, you're constantly working to have to pay off the debt that was forced on you. You never can dig yourself out by the end of the uh, end of your life. You'll have nothing. Even what you do have will be taken by inheritance tax that they're desperate to implement. So, you know, they want to just eliminate the possibility that you can build a better life for yourself and then pass it on to your children. They want you in a constant state of impermanence, uh, which of course they you know, ensure by constant propaganda campaigns, demonizing having children, demonizing building families, demonizing building anything or owning anything. It's all part of their, you know, 2030 Agenda 21 plan that they're openly advocating for now and people are actually falling for it and thinking they're virtuous by being like, my genetic line ends with me. And if it doesn't end with me, if I accidentally had a kid before I realized how evil human beings are, then I'll 
sterilize my children to guarantee that they'll never be able to have or build a family. And then they passed the Inflation Reduction Act to pass to uh, supposedly combat inflation uh, when in reality it has nothing to do with inflation. And literally as soon as it passes, they're like, oh, that wasn't inflation. No, that's about green energy. So we're going to – we need more green energy, which is why we're shutting down the farms and building 15-minute cities where we're going to have barbed wire fences trapping you in your neighborhood with face-scanning biometric – biofinancial control over your very ability to get around your own city. I mean, it's it's prison planet they're building. Everybody knows this. They all know it. We all know it. They're not going to stop. It's not like you're going to tell them, like, hey, do you realize you're building a, a planet of, of bug people that eat bugs and live like a bug and, and die like a bug? Uh, like, this is bad. And they're not going to be like, oh, my gosh, really? Well, we better change our ways. They know exactly what they're doing. So our choices are either you let them do it or you fight back against them and uh, stand up for yourself. I mean, it's not that complicated. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word praying for the broadcast and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product, or whether it's down and out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we're going to be joined in the next hour by Simon Roche. He's an activist uh, for the people of South Africa. South Africa, a, a vision of our future, a vision of the wonderful blessings that will be brought to us by the, the diversity crew. 
Very excited to talk to him. Again, it's like, you know, we can talk about any one of these in particular stories. It's like you really got to you really got to take it all in to understand all of it together. The shocking footage of Antifa, Antifa linked firebomb attack on future police training in Atlanta. It's like I maybe mean, we should just go to that video, but again, I don't even want it's, it's all encompassing is the problem. Mark uh, Jeff Zucker called COVID lab leak theory a Trump talking point. Demanded CNN uh, CNN not report on it. A CNN insider told Fox News about Zucker's direction and said people are slowly waking up from the fog. It's kind of crazy we didn't chase it harder. Yeah, kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how easily uh, you people fall for just obvious lies and tricks. Isn't that kind of crazy? Again, it's just we're just being like our entire civilization is just being torn apart openly right in front of us. It's just happening. It's just open genocide taking place. Uh, and people carrying it out are also uh, running the law enforcement and making it illegal to talk about. So, and, you know, the boiling frogs thing is sort of the perfect metaphor. I know it's like a classic one in um, conspiracy theories. But it's like it's more than – it's more than just like slowly boiling the frog. It's it's a piecemeal attack. It's it's attack by degree. So, you know, we have the Second Amendment. We have guns ostensibly to protect us against the tyranny that we're seeing all around us everywhere as we speak. And so they're not going to do anything that's going to like inspire the American people to rise up all at once. Instead, what they'll do is just slowly but surely chip away at that right, just like they've chipped away at all of the others. So it'll be you can't have as many bullets and well, you can't have certain types of guns. And, well, you're going to have red flag laws where anybody can submit a complaint that you own a gun and therefore you're dangerous, right, because this is how it works. It's like we're only going to take guns from people who are – deemed as a danger, but also owning a gun it makes you dangerous. So therefore, we're going to send a SWAT team to your house to take your guns. And if you resist, they'll kill you. They'll get away with it. And you know, then your neighbor will go, wow, gee, at least it wasn't me. At least it wasn't me they did that too until next week when it'll be him. And they'll just go one by one and you know, round everybody up. You either submit or you'll be destroyed. It's the plan they have. It's the plan they publicize and it's it's just what they're doing and of course they're doing it even faster in europe because they don't have a tradition of resistance like america does but it's not it's not doing us much good these days is it let's go to clip number seven here this is uh, eva vlardinga brook talking about uh, your rights being stolen from you in the name of progress and convenience it, again it's just i don't know how people fall for this i don't know how they just get lied to over and over and over again. I, and uh, frankly, I'm I'm sort of shocked and annoyed that Infowars are the only people that seem to get everything, get the whole encompassing viewpoint all at once. You've got some people that are generally get it, but they're they're all just off the mark. Like Infowars is the only organization, right wing organization. I mean, the the biggest ones in the world are like Ben Shapiro who 
pushed the vaccine and fell for the the lockdown scam and fell for the January 6th. They should all be locked up. They All the terrorists on January 6th should be locked up. InfoWars from day one on every single one of these points has been exactly accurate. And we just have to sit here and wait for three years until the evidence is presented to the wider American public. And this is why it's like just a pain in the ass to do any of this because we say stuff for three years and then all of a sudden it's a giant deal. And it's like, are we supposed to be happy? Are we supposed to be happy that finally everybody can see January 6th for what it is? Are we supposed to be annoyed that despite the fact that now everybody can see January 6th for what it is, CNN and MSNBC and the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans are still pushing the lie, even though we all know it's a lie? That's kind of annoying, isn't it? It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know how long we can we can do this. I mean, I'm glad we're going to talk to somebody from South Africa because it's got to be, it's, we're just experiencing what they experienced 30 years ago. It's just this slow motion, degradation, destruction, collapse of an entire civilization. And at the end of it, when everything is worse in a formerly first world, highly functioning country and government can no longer keep the lights on and is experiencing just mass murder on an unreported scale. And people still don't see that see what's going on so you know we can wake up we can wake up at any time people can just stop believing the lies and just overcome whatever this this fear is they have of being right whatever this fear they have of just pointing out what's actually going on we got to get over it it's really it's it's kill it's literally going to kill us so this is happening at a huge rate in Europe where they're just shutting down farms and replacing the people and just they just could not care less about the complaints of the Europeans. Like the Europeans have this great history of, of protests, like taking to the streets and demanding things, and uh, the people in charge just don't care. They just could not care less. Just two days ago you had a giant protest in Germany where there's a German town of 500 people then without asking, without permission, without consulting the people of the town, 500, population 500, the German government built a refugee center housing 600 refugees. The Germans that live there, like we don't want like – there's more of them than there are of us now in our small town. We never asked for this. We don't want it. Do you think the German government actually listened to them? Do you think there's any semblance of actual democracy at play here? Or do you think that's just the word they use to trick you into starting World War III over what is essentially now just the money laundering landmass of Ukraine? It's also vicious and merciless. These people only exist because, yeah, there's something just pathologically kind about Europeans. Let's go to Eva Vlardingerbrook, where she says your rights are being stolen from you in the name of progress and convenience. If you allow any pretext that sounds noble to set aside your constitutional rights, then you have no constitutional rights. But the people who rule us do not want you to see this. They want to pit people against each other. They want to incite fear. They want to divide and conquer. I guess what I'm saying is, don't think 
that they won't do this to you. If we accept the fact that a QR code grants us access to society, what makes you think that they won't link that to anything else except for your vaccination status? What if that green screen on your phone that grants you access to society turns red the moment you take a flight too many, or you uh, eat meat too much, or you didn't recycle your plastic yesterday, how dare you? What if that green screen on your phone that is linked to your digital wallet that's filled with nothing more but central bank digital currencies will turn red the moment you say something that the government classifies as hate speech. What if they can turn off your life at the push of one button? Again, you don't they can do it in China, they can do it here. Exactly. You don't have to say what if. They, they already have this program in place in China. They're trying to export it to the rest of the world. 15-minute cities, you've seen how, how that looks. We've shown you in China where literally they have barbed wire fences where you have to go scan your, your thing, and then you can combine that with the you know, apartheid system of Israel where they have literally AI machine guns there to make sure that you don't try to jump the fence without permission. It's just, it's, it's AI-controlled hell. We're being indoctrinated into it. And the vast majority of Americans just literally could not care less. Could not care less. Don't care that their kids are having their genitals chopped off. Don't care that there are perverted men in dresses, you know, reading to their children. Don't care that the country that they grew up in doesn't exist anymore. They just don't care. I don't know how you make somebody care about this stuff. I don't know how you don't care about it. So I don't know how you make somebody care about it. It's horrific. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality, full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Doesn't answer every question from January 6th. Far from it. But it does prove beyond doubt that Democrats in Congress, assisted by Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, lied about what happened that day. They are liars. That is conclusive. And that fact should prevent them from ever being taken seriously again. We're going to begin tonight with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. The footage does not show an insurrection or a riot in progress. Instead, it shows police escorting protesters through the building, including the now infamous QAnon shaman. Watch. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. 
They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors, and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're going to make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers. 
You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal has begun today. We're going to open up the phone lines for your calls for the next two hours. It's been a while since we've been able to take calls since we have had so many guests. We're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines now. The number to dial is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Again, just it's it's really hard to it's hard to do what we do now. I mean, it used to be that what the elites did was shrouded in mystery. So you had to sort of figure out what was really going on. You had to go to their white papers. You had to listen to their little the little signs they would give each other, the little symbols they would use. Not so much anymore. Not so much. Now they just do it and just like tell you to shut up if you don't like it. Like at least during the war on terror, they pushed the idea of terrorism and were like, if you're not a if you aren't against, you know, if we don't fight them over here, we'll fight them over there. You had the September 11th attacks to point to to go look at the consequences of our inaction. We have to do something about this. When it comes to Ukraine, they just they just did it. They just like overthrew a legitimately elected president, installed their own person, trained the death squads to go in and slaughter 14,000 innocent people in the occupied zones to the east of the country. I mean, they, they talked about all of it, right? You can go to BBC or CBC, like any of these national organizations just the year before the invasion by Russia. It's just Ukraine, the most corrupt country in the world. How Ukraine became a cesspit of corruption and chaos. And then cut forward to a year and suddenly it's Ukraine is democracy personified. And if you don't want to kill Putin, then you're an evil person also. And it's just like they don't even try anymore. They don't even try anymore. It's like they really, they just know that they have the American people on a leash, can just jerk them whichever way they want, and uh, the American people will go. They have just cowed us into submission, some of us. Even Forbes.com points out how ridiculous some of these measures are. This is from Forbes. The Inflation Reduction Act is very good at one thing, making billionaires richer. Welcome to the $400 billion green subsidy gravy train. The nation's biggest solar panel maker, First Solar, sells $3.5 billion a year of its thin film solar panels made with exotic cadmium telluride semiconductors that work well in hot and humid regions and in low light. Farhad Fred Ebrahimi, 84, is not an executive at the company. Instead, the Denver-based software entrepreneur made his initial fortune in the 1990s publishing software Quark Express. But he has for years been First Solar's largest individual shareholder with a stake of 5% worth nearly $1 billion. Shares shot up 20% last week after tripling in value in just six months, including Ibrahimi's other assets, Forbes now estimates his net worth at least $1.1 billion. 
Ibrahim Eakin thank West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin for his recent good fortune. Manchin's Inflation Reduction Act, signed into law last August, seemed destined to both create a bunch of new green billionaires and further enrich existing ones. Between now and 2031, the bill calls for spending an additional $100 billion on health care plus $400 billion in grant loans. Uh, loans and tax breaks to underwrite the green energy revolution. And a quick reminder, they called it the Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, this is just how blatant they are. And then and then if you vote against it, right, so they say they cause the inflation, they create the inflation, they create the circumstances of inflation. That, again, doesn't really hurt the biggest people, you know, the, the biggest shareholders, the richest people in this country, they're not affected as much by inflation. Maybe they have to build a $10 million house instead of a $20 million house, and we can cry tears of of pain for them. But for the average person, for the normal person, for me, my wife, you know, cribs are twice as expensive now for our new kid. We can hardly afford our, our grocery bill anymore. So it just, it hurts the the normal people. It destroys the middle class. It's hollowing out this entire country. It's bankrupting us. I mean, story after story, savings being wiped out, huge spikes in the number of people who are dipping into their retirement savings just to keep food on the table. All of this is a plan. All of this is on purpose. All of this is organized. And then they go, well, don't worry. We're going to have a Inflation Reduction Act. The, refl- the, inf- the Inflation Reduction Act is just a wholesale giveaway of hundreds of billions of dollars to the already rich billionaires it's just a complete scam but then if you don't vote for it they go well then inflation's your fault it's your fault because you didn't vote for the inflation reduction act parents pay at least one monthly bill for 40 percent of millennials i mean what does it have to get to like what point does it have to get to before people go all right this is utterly unsustainable it's impossible to continue in this way and actually do something about it And even Forbes, even Forbes is writing these articles that's like, wow, the Inflation Reduction Act turned out to be just a giveaway to the billionaires who had already been enriched by $3 trillion. Again, you've got, you've got lockdown, economic lockdown. I mean, we showed the, the COVID skit yesterday where, you know, a year into the COVID pandemic, not even, just at the moment that they suggested doing economic lockdowns. I mean, the exchange wasn't a joke, right? Oh, everybody's got uh, got a lockdown. Well, even big stores, no, they get to stay open. The big stores get to stay open. McDonald's and Taco Bell get to stay open. But something like a like a hundred million small businesses closed over that time. So you just have a wholesale consolidation of the economy into the largest corporations, which, by the way, didn't even have to submit to any of the rules in the UK and in New Zealand and in Australia. And in other places where you had, you know, really extreme lockdown measures, they explicitly wrote it into the law that if you were a part of a big corporation, it didn't apply to you. This is the world they're creating. And they have all of the scum sucking leftists falling, going along with this, falling for it time and time again, leaving in their wake just a trail of misery and death and chaos and then blaming the Republicans for resisting them. And the white people for existing. Like how long? How long is this going to go on? To what point is it going to get? Because again, people I feel like are waiting for some sort of like major event. 
They're waiting for like something to happen that everybody goes, okay, now it's time. Now it's time to grab our guns and get together with our neighborhoods and go march on whatever. Like they're waiting for some like ignition point. It's not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. The Soviet Union was a construction of just fear and terror and control and it with aligned against it the most powerful civilization that's ever existed on earth america in the 20th century doing everything it can to undermine and destroy it it still lasted for 80 plus years there were still people that were born grew and died of old age all under the soviet system these systems are not inherently collapsible they don't just collapse automatically look at south africa it's still chugging along. It's still going. Sure, they can't keep the lights on. Sure, there's you know multiple murders a day of white people explicitly, you know, by black terrorists in that country. Doesn't get reported on the mainstream news. No, get what's get what gets reported on the mainstream news to this day in South Africa. It's not the it's not the farm murders. Three hundred plus murders last year in South Africa, racial targeted of an extreme minority in that country. Those don't get reported. What gets reported is black kids weren't allowed to swim in a swimming pool. And that's seen as evidence that racism still exists in South Africa. And so, you know, it, it takes international media precedence as they, you know, wage media war on the people that are having actual war being waged against them. So what what's the end point? At what point do we get to that people actually stand up for their rights and their culture and their country and their very existence? What is it? What's the line they have to cross? Because they know what that line is, and they're not going to cross it. They're going to push up to it, and when when everybody goes, well, what the hell is this? We're going to stand up. Then they criminalize standing up against them and push a little bit farther. I mean, is this really that complicated? Is it really that hard to understand? It's, It's all right there. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth finally sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, Critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Melt Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right down in InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. So we didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. 
InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks this is the american journal remember we are kept on air exclusively by infowarsstore.com infowarsstore.com has amazing supplements that will improve your life especially when combined with exercise and discipline and all the other things that uh, make a person and a society healthy so if you like the fact that at least one organization in this country told you the truth about January 6th and the vaccine and COVID-19 and the lockdowns and everything else that everybody figures out three years later. Uh, hopefully you can support us in this mission. We'll tell you about things now that you know will eventually come to the fore three years later, and uh, we'll keep doing that. We'll keep being Tomorrow's News today as long as you support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Again, it's the only way that we get support. And, you know, the solution to all of this is just do all of the things they obviously don't want you doing, right? Think of yourself as a you know, citizen of a great culture that has to fight to preserve it, and the problem is solved. Support the organizations they tell you not to. Do the things that they tell you not to. Just when you're run by criminals who hate you, they give you the blueprint for resistance. It's whatever they do. It's whatever they don't want you doing. It's whatever they don't want you talking about, talk about. Whoever they don't want you uh, cavorting with, cavort with them. Whoever they want to destroy, support them, and things will be solved. Just when you're run by criminal psychopaths, they give you the blueprint for their own destruction. Just do whatever they tell you not to. One of the things they hate is InfoWars. They hate that we expose this. They hate that we work for everybody of every race, color, and creed because they all deserve to be free. They all deserve to be unmolested and uncontained by psychopaths who hate them. So support the people they don't want you to support. Do the things they don't want you to do, and we can save this country. One of the easiest ways to do it is go to InfoWarsStore.com, support us, and we will continue our ceaseless mission in this information war all we ask is that you support us in it with that we go out to your phone calls uh chuck in washington got in first he wants to talk about the ukraine corruption in our government go ahead chuck you're on the air yeah uh you know our country was founded on uh, the shot heard around the world and the only way that i know how to do it is if all the patriots get together and invert their flags so that shows that we are in peril as a nation through all the lies since before Trump was elected, all the deceit that they've done since Ruby Ridge all the way through Waco, how they've destroyed the heart of, a, of the American people. Then they manipulate with the media. You can write down a list. I did it this morning. Cities burning, media lies, January 6th, lockdown, poison shots, Afghanistan. It just goes on and on. And until we say we've got to send a message, I think the flag should be inverted. Because if you read the, the laws of the flag, 
If your life or materialistic objects are in peril, you can invert your flag. I have done this. Mine has been flying for about three months now. It's just pathetic of the lies and the corrupt government, and they're not being held accountable. But as a message, I think we can all do that. It's a peaceful message, but it's the one shot that everybody would start going, what is going on? What is your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I think it's a good start. I think the idea of having symbols that we can recognize to, to see each other out in the real world and, and recognize that, you know, we all get it, that's uh, that's that's a fine you know, symbol to start with. I definitely think that you can look to the American Revolution and see that there were little secret societies that started and, and created the whole thing. Not secret societies that run the world, not, you know, the secret societies that we fight against, but rather like neighbors and friends and communities coming together, meeting in secret, and, you know, coordinating their activity. I mean, that's the way that uh, the revolution got started. And it's still a possibility for us. Of course, we, we don't have the cover of Antifa. We don't have, you know, Antifa just does this. They just do it out in the open, and they are given cover by the authorities themselves who refuse to investigate them and actually go on TV and say that they don't exist. They're a fabrication. And then they, you know, firebomb a police station with a mob of 200 people decked out in camo, and uh, it goes completely ignored. So... You know, we don't have. Well, my opinion. We, yeah, we we don't have the uh, luxury of being you know state sponsored terrorist groups like Antifa does, but you just have to look at what you know Antifa looked like storming the police, and just imagine like I don't know four or five good old boys with uh, assault rifles, and that's all it would take to defeat these uh, limp wristed scumbags who think that they're standing up against a system that they wholeheartedly serve. Uh, go ahead, final thoughts, Chuck. Yeah, my neighbors have come over and asked me why I've done it. I'm in a community of about uh, 30 houses in a loop, and all they walk their dogs, and they keep stopping over and asking me why I've done this. When I explain it to them, they go, do you think it's time? And I go, well, somebody's got to start it. And I know I'm not the first, but if you don't stand up and you don't say something to get the conversation rolling, and my neighbors are starting to buy into realizing that they are under control and they don't have any freedoms left so it's a great way to start the conversation i tell them about infowars i tell them about how i've learned about it i've been a 20-year listener i supported you guys for the 20 years uh, i love the information i love infowars and i'm going to fight like hell and if i have to go to arms damn it i'll do it but that's my last resort and i usually figure it's going to be when the united nation rolls down on our streets and if that's the case i'm not waiting for my neighbors yeah. i'm acting because I'm not going to be treated like a, like a piece of cattle or a piece of meat and told where my freedoms lie. My freedoms lie because I'm an American. I'm a, I'm a God-fearing American, and I love this country, but I hate my government. That's how I stand. Yeah. Hey, I'm right there with you, Chuck. I couldn't agree more. Uh, great stuff. Thank you for that. Let's go to uh, James in Indiana now. You want to talk about the January 6th Soviet show trial that we were all subjected to. Well, now they're very mad, James. They're very mad that Tucker Carlson... Uh, just picked and chose you know, little parts of the footage to show on air. This is they, they can't believe that he would do such a thing. It's unconscionable to them that Tucker Carlson would only show parts of the the surveillance footage that conform to his ideas. You know the truth. They're very mad at this. Uh, they were not so mad when it was January sixth committee doing it. James, you're on the air. Go ahead. 
Yeah, the January 6th uh, Soviet show trials need to be shut down yesterday. If it was an insurrection, Byrd would not be walking free after murdering Ashley Babbitt. Federal prosecutors stated charge as many as possible for shock and all while Ray Epps is free. There are hundreds of thousands of innocent people with records and in jail because of our corrupt justice system that's out to destroy anyone targeted while covering up the crimes of the government. The government was altering video and text because it's not about the truth but winning at all costs. The government was making up fake records to go after whistleblowers. When the government is regularly rigging cases and can't be trusted, it's against the criminal justice model to convict anyone when the criminals are doing the prosecuting. The government loves wiretaps, so when you say something, it's taken out of context, and the government can say, see, they said this, so this fake evidence the government made up must be real. There seems to be no wiretaps or informants for bad federal employees. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring up another another good point. I mean, I don't get how the people that have been convicted on this, if they didn't have access to this footage that is exculpatory, that's a total violation of their rights as a defendant in this country. The government is obligated to provide you with all of the evidence that uh, is exculpatory. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence I've never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, you're going to go out to your phone calls once again. James in Indiana is on the line. Uh, final thoughts, James, before we move on to the next caller? You know, uh, Jill Biden was here uh, yesterday in Indiana. I actually wanted to talk to her. I figured it was a school setting and there'd be almost nobody there. It only took me 30 seconds to park. But they uh, they weren't letting people uh, in. It was all uh, it was uh, by invitation only, so they're basically ignoring the public. Um, East Palestine, they're going to ignore them, just like the broken disability system. They're letting the Americans die in this country. Uh, Mayor Pete is worthless. All we hear is how gay he is. Um, he can't fill a store shelf. He seems to only be good at filling potholes and buttholes while putting the trans in transportation. Lastly, product plug update. If you're a tranny with the fanny and need to get your fix, get the hair and beard formula because my wife has the best beard and bush in town. Just kidding, no beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for, thanks for that, James. Good stuff. Let's go to uh, Mr. Suck in Wisconsin. Mr. Suck, you want to talk about January 6th and uh, Ashley Babbitt, the only person actually murdered that day. Unarmed female, uh, long-time Air Force veteran, gunned down without so much as a warning shot while within reach of multiple police officers who could have stopped her at any moment. In fact, the police, we've gone over the footage many times, got out of her way. They were standing there uh, blocking the doorway. They got an order to move away from the doorway. They moved away. The crowd moved up. 
Michael Byrd uh, stepped out, who also, by the way, was the same person. Like how how strange, how unique and and uh, coincidental it is that the same person who actually made the announcement to evacuate the Capitol, not because of the rioters, by the way, but because of the bomb, the pipe bomb that was discovered that nobody has ever found any information about whatsoever. Washington, D.C., the most surveilled city in the history of the world, and they can't find the bomber, uh, the pipe bomber. That was the excuse to evacuate the Capitol in the first place. The announcement made by Michael Byrd, who then made his way down to the hallway, hid behind a wall, stuck out his gun, and murdered Ashley Babbitt in cold blood. Uh, Mr. Suck, you are on the air. What are your thoughts about this? Uh, well, I think uh, there should be a monument put up for Ashley Babbitt in the stairwell there, where she got executed by the government for our freedom, uh, like a red fountain or something, or a statue of her or something. You know, her blood's watering the Tree of Liberty, pretty much. Um if it ends up being a real thing, which I think pretty much it is, could have been staged um, to, like, stop the riot. I think the whole uh, Harry Potter word magic, word game stuff of insurrection uh, was, like, their branding of it. And they could have just faked it, uh, you know, calm everyone down like they do in soccer games in the Balkans or they've done for many, many years. I think it's real, though. It looks pretty real to me. And... Uh, her family seems serious about it. And I think it's proof of how beta and cuck everyone is that they're not, uh, you know, waking up at this point. They're pretty much like, you know, the Navajo thing is like pretending to be asleep so they can't wake up, especially in light of coronavirus and the tyranny that was predicted by Alex Jones so yeah. many. Um, and, it, you know, it was a big trap. Uh, they talked about it in that one interview with the Columbia... Uh, intelligentsia, academia, talking about how when they do their coup, the first thing they need to do and protect against is the counter coup. Um, and it was been going on all this setup since pre-Obama, turned up a notch during Obama. And it's really uh, anybody who's been to Europe and talks to people over there, they see it as America's first experiment with communism and how it's being advertised even in like TV shows like um, The Last of Us. Yeah. No, I think you're exactly right. Um, and honestly, I just, it, I don't know, I don't know where the conspiracy came from that the Ashley Babbitt murder was fake. Like, I keep seeing this pop up. It's a complete psyop. If you fall for this, I have no patience for you whatsoever, especially the fact that I have two personal friends that were in the room there that saw it happen, that watched her die. And it's just like, and people are just like, oh, but, but, but how do you know? And it's like, well, I, I don't know, two of my friends who watched it happen in front of their very eyes, the footage from multiple angles the entire time. Like, if you fall for Ashley Babbitt's murder somehow being fake, I, I just have no pay. You are, you destroy all hope I have for, um, like, any, any ability for us to, like, actually come to terms with what's going on is so undermined by the QAnon crap and the everybody's nobody can be trusted alex jones can't be trusted harrison can't be trusted nobody can be don't trust anybody don't ever trust anybody don't ever work together with anybody don't ever believe anything you see ever the we're, the earth is flat and uh, we got to just hide and it's just like all right great so just just believe nothing trust nothing and no one like there's a lot of stuff that's not trustworthy it's not that hard to figure out what's trustworthy and what's not 
things that you have multiple camera angles of that do absolutely nothing for the the opposition except gives them a, a hurdle to get over. Like just if you want to call in about Ashley Babbitt being fake, just save your time. Shut up and go away. You're you're not helping anybody with anything ever. Go 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 become Ashley Babbitt. Let's go to uh, Andrew in New York. You want to talk about a, a telecom conspiracy? Go ahead, Andrew. You're on the air. All right, so I want to go down the rabbit hole of the Ericsson Telecom. Um, so there's a lawsuit. One of the things there's a lawsuit um, that's it's the start of like the, the post 9/11 wars. They had um, they gave away the locations of the soldiers to ISIS and to, um, Al Qaeda, and also yeah, Ericsson's uh, kind of like a big part of like I guess like the infrastructure grid. But they've been collecting people's um, phone calls and their texts and everything like that. Mm. Part of what they do is they use, like, shell companies. Like, also, Newstar, another company, is looking into everybody's internet activity. And another thing that Ericsson did was they used the the 911 system during um, the Arizona election in 2022. In real time, actually follow the the voters who were voting on election day. So they would actually mark the election day votes differently than they did the mail-in votes. So that was one of the ways they, they cheated in that mm. um, election for it. So yeah, they're, they're kind of like that creepy, like <laughs> telephone company that watches uh, everything everybody does. Yeah. And I mean, you know, what you're pointing to is a, is just a extreme complicating factor in resisting all of this. And that is that, it's not just the government doing it. It's the corporations that are eagerly assisting in in all of this, which is why I'm like I'm, I'm sort of over the whole s- small government talking point, like the idea that uh, if the government was just smaller, then everything would be good. It's like you know that if the government wasn't helping to coordinate things, it would still continue on. Like all this stuff would still happen. What we need is government that actually represents us and actually works as a method by which we can have collective agency against the corporations that are stripping us of our goods and uh, taking advantage of us continuously and spying on us and cooperating for now with the government that hates us. So, you know, what we need is a Bukele. What we need is a El Salvadorian solution to this, which is a strong central government that actually punishes the criminals and does what's right rather than uh, you know, been to the will of the most evil people that have ever existed. Uh, thank you for that call, Andrew. We actually I have a video that I'll go to in the in the next segment here, but for now we'll go to another phone call. Christopher in New York wants to talk about the economy. Thanks for calling in, Christopher. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. How are you? Good. Thanks. All right. Good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I own a uh, private finance company up here in New York, and you know we fund specifically small business across the United States. And, you know, as we move more towards this divide, good and evil, um, I think there's going to be a huge necessity of a parallel economy where, you know, traditional banks and lending institutions, traditional companies that we've gone to in the past without even realizing it are, are going to move towards not our best interests, but actually damning us continuing going forward. Um, you know, we've taken the initiative of revolutionizing the way that, you know, these businesses are financed um, because, you know, everybody's a slave to their credit score. 
Yeah, 100%. Stay on the line, Um, Christopher. we got to go to uh, commercial break. We'll be back on the other side. More of your phone calls to the American Journal. Stay with us, folks. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda. The New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a 1,000 left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks going back out to your phone calls here momentarily we go to uh, clip 16 first just uh, this was posted on Twitter with the label if only you knew how bad things really are of course there's a also trending on Twitter right now is hashtag Democrats are evil It's really the only question we can ask now is, are they evil or stupid? The answer is both. The answer is the evil people at the top use, utilize, take advantage of the stupid people at the bottom, keeping them stupid, keeping them dependent, keeping them totally ignorant of what's actually going on in the world so that they can rile them up about things that aren't happening and keep them ignorant of things that are, and in that way, couch their activities in the language of democracy, as if what they're doing is by the will of the people when they know full well the will of the people is at their behest, right? Is that it's it's their will indoctrinated into the people that they then point to and go, see, they want us to do this. When the reality is if anything goes against them, if there's any population that opposes them, they're then criticized as hateful and terrorist and silenced and destroyed, even if they're the majority. Only you knew how bad things really are. 
It's wor- I promise you it's worse than you think. Let's go to clip number 16. Let's look at some of the uh, Democrats' most valuable constituents, shall we? Capital of the USA is? Isn't the capital of the USA? Yeah. What is the capital? USA? United States? Yeah, like, of the states, what's the capital? America? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a trick question. You got me. You, got me. you know who the first president of the United States was? Abraham Lincoln. Do you know how many stars there are on the U.S. flag? A hundred? I don't know. About 200, something like that. I don't know. Yes, around. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And it's just like, what's that old George Carlin joke? It's like, think about how dumb the average person is and realize that half the people are dumber than them. You know, I don't, I don't like that these people are this stupid. I, I really wish they weren't. really wish we had a society that had standards and, you know, required people to make the most of themselves in order to succeed in this country, but that's the opposite of what we're doing. Columbia has become the first Ivy League school to permanently drop SAT and ACT requirements because when you test people, you get results that are contrary to the imagination of the social manipulators. So just everything's getting worse. Like every, everything's already terrible. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get more tolerant as we go on. Tolerant of failure, tolerant of crime, tolerant of stupidity. We're just going to tolerate ourselves into the ash bin of history. While countries like China or Russia will succeed wildly. Again, like I've said it so many times, but there's this false illusion that's presented to people that all of the chaos and filth and misery and confusion and the antidepressants and the collapsing birth rate and just uh, just all of the human just trash that's all around us, like it's not a necessary part of the future. People have this idea that it's like, wow, it's just the modern world. Well, the modern world is like this. It's not like this everywhere, is it? It was really apparent when I went to Japan, and it's just like significantly more modern than us. Everything works. Everything's clean. Everything's automated and perfect and beautiful. But it has none of the problems that we have. So there's not like this one-to-one relation between how modern you are and how horrible everything is. This is all projected onto it. It's it's totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. And your society determines whether, you know, people like that, big fat idiots wandering around New York City, whether they are able to exist in this way. Right? Again, we point to South South Africa where what was it uh 80% of their population, was it 50? It was either 50 or 80% of the population depends 100% on government subsidies. They have no income. They create nothing at all. Just consume, 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 provide nothing, supplement their f- corn dole 
by being a criminal. It's just like – and then you've got 80% of the population pays no taxes – or no, I'm sorry. 3% of the population pays 80% of the taxes is what it is. Like That's our future. That's what we're headed towards. That's choice we're making. It's not a necessity. It's not a unavoidable thing that's happening. It's it's a choice that we're making, all of us collectively, because we we can't bear to just have like moderate standards. Just moderate. They don't have to be extreme. Just like you want to graduate high school, you got to be able to read. Like th- these are the types of standards that we actually don't have anymore. When you've got entire school systems in Illinois and Baltimore that don't produce a single literate student a single person capable of basic math and yet they're graduating (laughs) what you can't read but you're graduating you can't do basic math but you're graduating it's not the fault of the student it's the fault of the system and it's a system in a state of utter and total collapse that will not come about overnight it'll be a hundred years from now when we can't keep the power on and there's just roving gangs of criminals looting everything that still exists. And then maybe we'll look back and go, gee, how did we get here? Uh, Christopher in New York had you on hold there. I want, want you to finish up your thoughts before we move on to other callers. Uh, you're on the air, Christopher. Yeah, I'll make it quick. Um, you know, obviously everybody's looking towards this social credit score and a slave to the traditional credit system. Um, I think the the need for, you know, parallel economies, parallel finance companies, parallel banks uh, for businesses to receive financing, um, I think it would be huge. Um, You know, milestone capital funding, shameless plug. We we fund businesses. We don't look at credit score. We underwrite people's values as opposed to that three digit score. And uh, we look at their profitability like like it should be done. Um, You know, I'd also like to plug bodies and and. you know, uh, your other products. I love your products. And uh, also, if you could have one of your producers reach out to me, I'd love to become a sponsor. Oh, that'd be great. If, if we had a producer, we would do, we would do that. There's some, <laughs> there's some, there are some things happening. But uh, yeah, thank you for that, Christopher. And uh, yeah, stay on the line. We'll get your information from you. We'll, one of the crew members will grab it from you. Let's go to uh, Wayne in Texas for now. You have a message of hope. Well, you're going to lie to me, Wayne? Go ahead. You're on the air. No, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I just, you know, I, I know it's easy to get black pilled, you know, with the way things are. But, you know, I, want, I just want people to be mindful that God, God's mindful of us because He determines to know nothing of us but His Son in us, crucified. And the same is we we only determine to know nothing of ourselves but His Son Christ crucified in Him, and that's that's the mutual reconciliation of the adoption. You, you you lose the old man, you deny yourself, you pick up your cross, you follow him, and all the pain and all the suffering and everything that comes along with it, it perishes on the cross, which is the Word of God. Yeah. And, and it's just important for us to walk through this, this world's wisdom, which, you know, it, it defies everything, you know, that's the truth in God's Word. You know, it calls them foolish, it, it, foolish, it, it puts them to death, you know, and endure that as a good soldier of Christ, enduring that hardness, you know, like the armor, wearing the full armor of God. You know, our enemies, they, they forge weapons out of, you know, the different materials of the earth, you know, like, you know, the different golden ages of man, which consequently there never was a golden age of man. It's always been 
like the progress of Lucretius, you know, in the three-age system. Just a degradation continually, you know, a race to the bottom. But they forged their carnal weapons out of all these different materials, you know. And then they would also put, like, their, their demons, you know, their alter ego symbols, you know, on their shields. Or they might have them represented on a crown that they would wear. We only need one sword, and that's Christ crucified, the Word of God. That's it. We just have to walk in it. We have to put it on. We have to despise the shame. We have to, you know, leave the fear and dread of them far away from us wearing that full armor. I, I, agree, I agree with you. We're, we're about to go to break. I agree with you, Wayne. Um, I would just add that it has to be an accurate view of Christ's lesson. Uh, right now, so much of the Christian teaching is so perverted. To to teach the endless tolerance that's destroying us, they have to be careful for uh, the deception that takes place in Christian churches. We'll be right back. It's hard to believe that we're already going into March 2023, and the world is an insane place. World War III has already started. Biden is a puppet and is dissolving our borders. There's mass censorship. James O'Keefe's been removed from Project Veritas. The list goes on and on of the bad things that are happening. But the good things that are happening is humanity is really accelerating its awakening. But those of us on the forefront are under more attack by the establishment than ever. That's why I'm counting on you to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and to keep the broadcast on the air by getting great products at InfoWarsTore.com. And whether it's a final signed copy, they're almost all sold out, of the great reset in the world of the world, or Ultimate Bone Broth, finally back in stock after over two years, it's all available at InfoWarsTore.com. These are truly amazing products. So get your InfoWars products at InfoWarsTore.com and enrich your life while keeping the broadcast on the air. It is your decision on whether or not we stay on air, so please take action now at InfoWarsTore.com. 